Hello, hello, my darlings. <laughs> it's late. What time is it? I had, a, I had to come on here. <laughs> it is 12.48 a.m. on Monday morning. And literally all day, all I've been doing is working on uh, this, um, what was it? This mastermind I'm a part of um, with my coach. <laughs> major, major breakthroughs. I'm like, my brain is like still processing. So I'm just taking a lot of notes so I can go back to it um, later because it ends tomorrow. So I was in the middle of taking a dance break because that is what I do to gain energy, momentum, and joy and pleasure in my life. <laughs> I learn new dance moves. I see how low I can get still. You know, you got to keep the, those um, knees strong. At least I do. It, it's really important to me <laughs> that I can do that. So we still got it. Anyway, in the process of me... Just being in such expansive information and being around information that really places so much importance on your desires and what you want, right? And the ability to be with desire in a pleasurable way, not in a clingy, attached, you know, worry, anxious kind of way where you're um, doubting if it's possible or if it's going to happen, but you spend time with desire because it feels good. You form a relationship with your desire to the point where when you think about it, you just feel really good and you revisit it because it feels amazing. It charges you up. It um, anchors you into desire in your path of receiving it, right? So I'm just in all this information, really feeling so locked in and no one can affect me. <laughs> so powerful, so held in this energy of feeling certain and, you know, confident and knowing right? Such a powerful place to be, right? And then I was dancing and stuff, and I just caught my own gaze in the mirror, right? And I was just looking at myself. Looking at yourself in the eyes intentionally can be such a freaking healing process in itself. I had a coach before, and she, um, like, that's what she would do in the morning. Just look at herself. Sometimes you cry. Sometimes you just smile. Sometimes you don't really feel what's there, but you're with it. And you're just with you in that moment, right? And um, it just really connects you with your experience, right? Even experiences that maybe you've had in your past life, if you um, believe in that as well, right? So I was just catching my own gaze. And what came to me was, here's what came to me. Your soul chose you to come here. Let me say that again. Let me rephrase that. Your soul chose you to be a vehicle to come to this earth, 
to fuck shit up in a good way. What I mean by that is your, your soul came here to grow, to be expansive, to hold joy, and to really, uh, I don't want to say it, <laughs> came here to make people feel uncomfortable, like in a way, okay? You are going to feel out of place the more you choose you. You are going to feel more um, resistance to what you're being called to do in the beginnings, okay? Your soul chose you because it knew you could get you there. <laughs> it knew you could get you and your soul to a place of such ecstasy and pleasure and just uh, a life that you adore and can't wait to wake up to okay so of course along the way there are experiences that you go through to get you to the point where you learn and you overcome and you digest whatever you need to digest in order to you for you to be more awakened for you to realize what path feels better to be on right and so even for me in my whole experience and just thinking about that idea that there's a soul that chose me to be a vehicle to create this life, learn and experience certain things, and it knew I could do it. <laughs> it knew I was the perfect person to do that. So how do you know what your soul is here to do, right? The purpose. People put so much emphasis and, you know, pressure on what purpose is purpose is you answering your next steps purpose is you choosing to opt out of suffering purpose is you choosing to meet your edge of where you are being called to grow and choose to grow <laughs> that is your purpose your purpose is to stay in alignment with what feels better to experience and um feel okay that's what your purpose is. I'm hoping this is recording correctly because I'm just realizing now that well, I think it's okay. You guys, I just had to get this out. Um, yeah, so purpose is you staying in alignment with what feels more expansive. So many times when you decide, you don't even have to decide. Life will naturally bring you to want more, to want better, to feel free, right? So experiences will come up, whether it's in your relationships, at work, in your family, in your own thoughts, right? Where you feel like you're stagnant, where you feel like you're suffering, where you feel like you're um, trapped, right? And in those moments, you're being asked to choose what will help you grow. And sometimes it's staying, right? Sometimes it's staying in the experience. Maybe that's what you feel you're being drawn to do. 
right? No, no judgment. I, I chose to stay <laughs> in quite a few experiences, right? And I just know that's what I was being called to do. I decided on my own. There was no one telling me what to do or how to be. So I knew that was in my alignment of what I was choosing, right? Of what I was being called to do. So it's so important to be able to know like where you are in that, right? So that's all back to like purpose. That's all what purpose is, okay? So when you meet that edge, you get to choose. You get to choose to enter the next level you're being called into by stepping through this decision by stepping through this portal into you being someone different, or you can stay where you are and just see where that goes, right? But your soul <laughs> will remind you constantly of what would feel better, right? Even if it's a thought, even if it's a fantasy, even if it's, um, you know, someone who randomly says something to you and it reminds you of how you rather feel in your life, right? Life will naturally show you and your soul will naturally remind you of what you would rather be experiencing. But so many times we settle and feel like we're just, you know, keeping at it, right? We try to tie the struggle in a bow and call it, you know, um, you know, I'm dedicated, right? But in reality, you feel like you're suffering, you're stuck, you're stagnant, and you're not happy. Okay, so that's totally, it's totally up to the person. It's totally up to you of what you feel you can handle. Because a lot of us will stay in the suffering and the stagnation, right? Because you feel like you can handle it. But I know for me, it came a certain point where I didn't even care about the outcome. I didn't even care, you know, whether or not what the future would look like. I, I did not give a shit. I was just so boiling over in frustration and um, really just sadness. <laughs> of just being tired of my own shit, right? Being so stuck in my head, stuck in these feelings, stuck in uh, this cycle that was keeping me still, right? And I didn't want to be still in that place. I did not want to be in that relationship, but I stayed because I felt purposed, right? I did not want to work three jobs, but I did it because I felt like that was my only option to make more money, right? And so I had to decide, okay, Briera, what are we going to choose? Are we going to choose to grow and choose something different? Or are we just going to stay here in our collapsed power, thinking that we're powerless to our circumstances, right? So that's, that's always a choice you have. You can feel when you're on the edge of growth. You can feel it because you feel so like, oh, it's like, oh. <laughs> it just feels like 
what am I going to do? What am I going to choose? It, it feels at your edge of growth, you'll feel the most discomfort. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. You will feel the most discomfort at your edges of growth because you are here to expand beyond it. You are here to feel how you want to feel. You are not here to feel trapped. You are not here to feel um, unworthy or less than, right? You're just not because it feels terrible. And you are here to shake shit up. You're here to shake up your own life, right? first and foremost, and what you, you in your power of shaking shit up will shake up the lives around you too. But remember, you in your power will, will only benefit the growth of others, right? And your own. It just will. Because when you decide to grow, it's a ripple effect. And what they decide to do when they observe you and your power, it's it's none of it's none of your business what they decide to do. But that observation of you stepping into a powerful role may trigger some people. <laughs> it may trigger some people, right? They may start to look at you like who who does she think she is, right? But no, that's not about you. It's not about you. It's about them feeling disrupted, right? And disruption is a good thing. Disruption is a good thing. When you take it on in an empowering way, when you ask yourself the questions, why am I feeling so uncomfortable with um, my best friend choosing to go back to school or choosing to um, move or whatever it may be. <laughs> you know what I mean? But know that you choosing to be in your power is always only about you and it should be because you're on a journey, a very personal, unique journey with this soul that chose you as a vehicle because it knew that you were the perfect person to overcome, to expand, to enjoy this life, to hold power, to move, to be in momentum, to hold ease, to be a magnet for desires, to hold the course of where you want to go. And you'll always know your direction when you are attached to desire, right? Whatever, whatever you desire at the time, you attaching to that will move you. Desire is a cooperative energy, which means that when you are moving with desire, it's going to move things for you. It's going to show you a lens of what you need in the moment, what thoughts you are needing to think in the moment for you to keep the momentum of you moving in your desire, of you being able to receive faster and faster and faster. But it's all about being able to hold it, which means you and your environment, you have to let desire alter your reality. 
<laughs> it is it can feel scary especially if you identify if you find and seek your safety in your environment which means with the people you're around where you live where you work friends you talk to music you listen to um, just habits and behaviors you have you know Honestly, your desire may call you to sleep in more instead of waking up early. You just don't know. <laughs> your desire may call you to talk to this person more and talk to that person less. Your desire may call you to um, take a huge leap, but you will know what you're being called to do. Your desire, it isn't like your desire is going to call you to jump off, you know, the cliff and build things on the way down, right? Your desire knows what you're ready for in the moment. And that is the thing you do, right? And you answering the call when you're in desire, when you're walking with desire, it'll be so obvious of what you're being called to do in that moment. This process of you moving with desire and living a soul aligned life that will always be more incredible than you imagine, right? Wasn't meant to be difficult. It wasn't meant to be difficult. It was just meant for you to follow, right? The soul knows that when it comes here, you're going to have to relearn trust with yourself because we source so much trust from people outside of us, which is natural. When we're toddlers, when we're young, when we're babies, we naturally seek safety and guidance from those who take care of us, those who hold authority. And so we grow up feeling like we need to belong in our families, in our friend groups. As we get older, we just hold on to these beliefs because we know when we hold them, we feel like we fit in. We feel like we belong because we attach our safety to these groups, right? So our soul knows that we're naturally going to have to reconnect to ourselves at some point, <laughs> reconnect back to ourselves. In that moment, when we decide to reconnect back to ourselves, it may feel a little scary, right? Because a lot of the times, there's a lot of built up resentment from, I want to say, it's just from your heart space of how life has been going up until this point from you taking advice from other people, from you identifying with these um, negative thoughts, with you identifying with these, um, identifying with the way that society sees you and portrays you and judges you. When you identify with how the world sees you, identifies you, and treats you, you feel angry. You feel powerless. You feel resentful. You feel defeated. But at, in that moment, you have to know that only you can dig you out of it. And your soul chose you to 
navigate this world in this certain way because it knew you were strong enough to get through it. It knew that you would figure, you know how to figure it out when you're attached to desire and when you have that fire burning within you to move for you, to be happy for you, to have an open heart to what you want for you. Okay. That's what, that's what we really have to come back to. You are here for you. You exist for you. So when you meet yourself after interacting with the world in whatever way you have been, you have to come back to you knowing that there's still things that you want to attract. There's still you know, a loving relationship that you still want to have with yourself and with someone outside of you, a partner, whatever it may be. You have to be able to meet yourself and let whatever bubbles to the surface speak and have space to be felt, okay? So much emotion is suppressed and tucked away so you can survive and move through the world and get done what you need to get done. But once you meet yourself, you're going to have to give yourself space to be. And I'll tell you that you doing that, you giving yourself space to be and to express, not identifying with the thoughts, not saying these thoughts are me, not judging the thoughts, just letting the thoughts exist as if it's another person. Just let all the thoughts out, right? You doing that, life will feel so much lighter and easier with you in harmony with you. You move you decide, you choose, you trust, you hold the energy, and you do the things that excite you. Because you have your back no matter what. When you have your back no matter what, you exist in this world more powerful, mm, more powerful than a football stadium of people. You in harmony with you, no one can get in the way of you receiving the things that you truly desire, that you truly desire, not what someone else may desire for you, okay? One thing I wanted to bring up about this topic as well is that along the lines of you need you, you need you to have your back. You need to know how to get you back into your power, you need you to know how to harmonize with power and um, softness or with whatever you need to align back with desire, right? So I say that to say, when my mom passed away three years ago, two years ago, uh, y'all, I don't remember, three years ago, I think, um, that moment made me realize that even though like I had my twin sister, I had my dad, I had, you know, my grandma and I had all these people who knew I kept on the hush hush because I don't really talk too much about, you know, things like that. And I'll tell you why. Nothing personal, but it's just, okay, this is why. 
When my mom passed away, what I realized more deeply than anything was that I needed me, okay? What I realized was we all as people process tragedy, trauma, whatever it may be, very personally, okay? The way I processed it was very different from the way my twin processed it, was very different from the way my grandma processed it, was very different from the way my dad processed it, right? Extremely different. So I I knew in that moment that I needed to be there for me. Do I know how to talk to me? Do I know how to comfort me? Because no one knows you best than you. So when you, mm, I'm getting chills on the side of my face. When you have that relationship with you where you can talk yourself through any kind of obstacle, any kind of pain, any kind of stress, worry, um, any kind of like very tense feeling like that, when you know how to be there for you in a in a loving and supportive way, you're, you're, mm. <laughs> you know, you, you're there, you know that you are, how should I say, you did the work, basically, you know that you've reached a point where I have my back, I do not feel like there's a part of me that is against me, because when you feel like there's a part of you that's against you, you're you're at a war and you seek things and people outside of you to need, right? Because your body will your mm, your body will seek harmony. Your body will seek comfort outside of you if it can't get it from you. Okay? That's how powerful your body wants to survive and feel in harmony with what is, okay? Be in harmony with, with natural healing, okay? Healing naturally wants to happen within you. But when you have a block of, you know, the negative mindset or the part of you that sounds like the mean girl, right? In your mind, it creates a barrier from you moving into your healing, right? So I say that to say that I started doing this work for a totally different reason, obviously. Who, who would know that that would happen along the way, right? But the work that you do with you is it's more than just getting the things and it's more than just um, it's more than just feeling um, like you like you've made it or like you are just doing the thing because at some point that was just, you know, in style <laughs> to be spiritual and do the work. But 
It's for you to feel at peace with who you are and feel at peace knowing that what you want to have and who you want to be is inevitable. And that brings peace, right? So, and I just wanted to say that because I've been wanting to say that for a while. You need you. That was the second part of that. <laughs> that whole um, example and everything was just the emphasis that you being in, being in harmony with you is the most powerful place you can be. You being at, pace, at peace with you is the most momentous place you can be, especially when you are actively moving in desire, when you are actively wanting to pursue something, okay? You just need you, <laughs> okay? Like, I, I feel like that moment just opened my eyes so much because, you know, the way you remember someone and the way you interact with those around you is very different from other people. So when you, when someone passes, the way you remember them will be very different from everyone else, which means you'll process it differently, right? Like for me, I didn't cry for like a couple days, but immediately my twin like bawled on the phone, right? She called me. And so like, I felt weird because I didn't, and it was just shock. You know what I mean? So yeah, I say that to say that you got your back is just realizing that you do. <laughs> and when you have your back, you move, you be, you do, you create, you inspire yourself and others, right? There is no barriers. There is no thought telling you that you can't or it's not good enough, right? When you are marinating in unconditional love for yourself, you don't place conditions around what you want to receive, okay? We have so many conditions around you know, what we can have and when we can have it and all these things. Conditions like, um, I've heard this one a few, a few times, like girls saying that they can't be in a relationship because they're still healing. Like I've heard that one quite a bit. Like they feel like they, they need to heal first before that happens. And that's, that's an option, you know, if that's something you want to do. But if it's a girl that, um, that's saying that because, you know, she heard it from somewhere and she just feels like that's the thing she should be doing. We don't want to should all over ourselves. That's should, that doesn't exist in alignment. <laughs> you just know. But anyway, Needing, feeling like you need to heal before you can have pleasure and joy in your life is, is a condition you're placing around, you're receiving that you can receive right now in this moment. You saying that I need to heal first before I receive this, it's like the thing you want to receive 
is um, knocking at the door, it's already here, right? It's in your field already, but you're halting it from coming in because you have a condition around you receiving it. You're saying to that desire, <laughs> I can't receive you yet. I still need to heal some more. And they're like banging at the door like, hey, girl, <laughs> I'm here. Didn't you ask for me? <laughs> or whatever the desire is, they have that same voice. All desires do. <laughs> they're always banging at the door. <laughs> but anyway, I hope that somewhat makes sense. I hope this like recorded fully because it, I just hope so. I'm not too sure. But anyway, my loves, I'm going to get back to this training because it's 1.30 and I still have like 30 minutes left. But I wanted to say that come have fun with us at um, in my Instagram community, in Mental Sugar community. I am launching something so fun tomorrow and I'm really excited about it because they all have pieces of my heart. <laughs> Something is opening that I've been sitting on and I'm just like, you know what? This is fun. This is perfect. Do it now because you've been wanting to do it. Okay. So that'll be announced tomorrow on Instagram. Tomorrow is, well, it's today. So <laughs> later today. <laughs> All right, my loves. I am here. I wanted to bring this message real quick. I hope it made sense. I just shoot things out there. And um, I feel like it's always meant for someone if I feel such an impulse to do it. So I've delivered. <laughs> I love you, babe, so much. I will be back. Bye.